Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 816 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles. I'm by myself today, all alone, but that's okay. I have friends in Fargo. They're giving me the L sign right now. Ben, very mature, wearing a tank top on the Fargo floor. Very unprofessional, Ben. But look at those guns. Hey, 816. That's the Kansas City, Missouri area coach. Shout out to all my Kansas City guys. Love shout the Kansas out, City area coach. Shout out to Kansas City. I think, is Columbia, Missouri in this area code? No, we're 573. So that's the, this wow. is the, the western side of the state. I hit that episode uh, in like 2020. Yeah. Dang. They, wow. love, yeah. Uh, they love the Chiefs way too much. The Chiefs finally were good after like 37 years, and then they got to celebrate. Um, so cheers to them. Cheers to them. Cheers to you guys holding it down in Fargo. There's so much wrestling to discuss from the Dome. I think before we get to Fargo, let's get to the non-Fargo things. Um, I, know, I know, Christian, so I warned you, I know no non-Fargo things. If we look behind us, I've been stuck in this Dome for the last three and a half days. I don't know nothing. Okay. What day well, of the week this, is it? I, think I don't even know. It. Yeah. yeah, I don't say I messed the day of the week. I'm like, they're like, it's Sunday. I'm like, wait, it's Sunday? Yeah, Come what on. is it? What day is it? Today's Tuesday. Know. Um, so okay. we'll just get you caught up on what's what's happening in the world right. outside. Um, Catch us up. Well, we had a we had the ranking series, Team USA in Tunis, Tunisia. Uh, mixed, okay. good results for Team USA. I, I would say not mixed, but you know we didn't we didn't get all golds against not the best field, but a pretty solid field. Probably one of the tougher rankings tournaments. We can get to that, but gotta start with the Someone news of last. Someone got pinned. Is that true? By horse slayer, yes, he was pinned. Yeah, horse slayed. Horse. He, he horse got slayed slayer. by a horse, um, oh which I don't think they should let horses enter this. But I, I don't make the rules. Uh, he, but he I mean, did win people, gold. Some people think, some people think horses are some of the greatest athletes of all time. <laughs> <laughs> That's true too. Um, so I would say yes, he lost to horse slayer. Who, you know, if you remember his match at Worlds, uh, I'm pretty sure horse slayer headlocked him for four. And then he wrestled back and oh, won. Oh, yeah. Uh, but he this time he caught him with, like, a gator bacon, basically, and pinned him. 
Uh, but Gilman still won gold. So because you know it was like a round robin type of situation. Yeah. And uh, so he's still wow. the champion. Dang, those Iowa guys are suckers for Gator Bacon. Remember, Bonnie Rodriguez got uh, three Gator Bacons in one match on uh, on Tony Ramos. And uh, Dylan Ness, wild. Gator Bacon, Derek St. John at Carver Hawkeye. They need to bring in Dylan Ness to Iowa to show how not to get Gator Bacon. Well, D- Dylan like- Ness was, was Dylan Ness was down here yesterday hanging out with James Green, and you could tell there was, like, still a little, like, uh, you know. Actually, shout-out to my guy Josh Wagner, coach of AWA Green Bay. He Gator Bacon, Brett Metcalf, in 2008, 7 or 8 Midlands. And this is funny because this is right when flow started. Martin's running around with the hand camera. And Wagner put him on his back twice and was up 9-3. to three, And Martin runs over there. And this video is out there somewhere. And starts video is 9-3. And Josh just gets his ass beat the rest of the match. <laughs> and loses like, you know, like 17-13 to 13 or something like that. And the only part online is Josh getting beat up. None of the good stuff. I've seen I've seen that video. That's a great video. Um, so yeah, Gator Sorry, Bacon's, uh, but still gold for Thomas Gilman. I was I. It was not his best day. Um, he was he gave up a lot of points and uh, to India and to Iran, who was a world silver medalist, the guy he beat in the finals. But it wasn't Gilman's best day, and you could tell his body language at the end of the the gold medal match. He he was kind of like a little shaking his head so I think it didn't I think he would probably agree it didn't look his best but he continues to win he continues to be on a, a pretty hot streak despite the loss to horse Lair. he was the best guy in the building at 57 <laughs> the story for me two two big stories for for team USA okay. and they were two of our biggest question marks going into the world championships Seth gross number one he looked absolutely fantastic you know you, you thought you saw his performance at, at trials, and you're like, okay, a lot of points, a lot of mistakes, but he won. And then you see him beat Dayton Fix, and it's like, okay, wow, he's, he's there, but did he just like, you know, was he out tactic, uh, just overly tactical against him? Did he just win that kind of battle? He looked amazing this whole time. Um, his ability to get the legs, his ability to counter, his ability to turn on top. Um, he destroyed Atlee uh, of Turkey, a guy who was – um, achieved high at, at the senior level. A guy who's beaten Americans. He's beaten Gilman, I believe. Uh, this is a really, really good wrestler. And um, Seth teched him. He had, he won this going away with it. I was I was thoroughly impressed. And I, I, I left thinking, this guy's got a great shot at, at, at placing at the World Championships, which is a sentence no one would have uttered even at the World Team Trials. No one was saying that about Seth Gross. No one, uh, except probably him. And, and the, those around him. So great, great uh, showing by him. And then the other guy, Hayden Zilmer, he got silver. He beat a really tough guy from Kazakhstan, Yergali, uh, where he had to kind of come back, get a score late. And then he was up, I think it was 4-1 on Gino. He got a couple of takedowns. He looked really, really good. And Gino did what he does. He got to legs. He got some, got some scores. But... I left thinking, hey man, with the right draw, the right circumstances, if 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 Hayden's wrestling right, he could get he could get a medal. So I was very impressed um, by by Team USA in general. Uh, we didn't get all golds, but we got a lot of it. Um, I don't know if you got to watch any of it, David, but curious for your your ranking series thoughts. 
I mean, it's a really good sign. I, I didn't get to watch it, but was kind of was following the results on Kozak's updates, and it's it's a really good sign. And that 61 kilo weight range, you think about 2012 and on, it's it's one where Team USA is like plug in whoever we got, and we're going to do pretty well. Um, you know, I think Graf was fifth, and then we've had medals there too. You know, uh, Cologne won a medal, Coleman Scott won a medal. Like we're we, we're good there, and so. That was the hope for me. It was like, all right, well, if Seth Gross can beat Dayton Fix, who's obviously really, really good, then hopefully he's right there. But sometimes he needs a second or third attempt at guys before he's ready to go. So he's getting it done now. I mean, that's that's a great sign. So I like that at 61. And then same as Zilmer, we're really productive at heavyweight. But it just it felt like, all right, maybe Zilmer's cracked the quiz code. But that's that's a whole different puzzle than figuring out. The quiz out code? The quiz code, you know. That's but it's a whole different code. thing than, I mean, that's a tough code to yeah. crack. Some people can't even figure out how to spell the guy's name, let alone or beat him on the wrestling mat yeah. or say it. Um, um, yeah, I, I, You guys didn't bring up Zane's name, but I just looked at his results, and I think he was five matches unscored upon. I don't know the level of his opponents, but for him, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. No, he, he was probably, you could probably say he, was the, he, he or Seth would be like the Team USA OW. Really strong performance from Zane. He looks like a world medalist, a guy that can win a, even a world title at 70, especially... You know, when you consider the, the reduced field, uh, and you consider yeah. that for all these guys, right? And when that's a consideration and he's wrestling well in 70, um, it's, it's really good. Um, sounds like sounds like, Yanni's, sounds like Yanni's got some adjustments to make before he's going to break the curse, huh? Yeah, I think so. Um, I, Yanni spins, as I was watching his tournament, and he, I think he got silver. He, he lost to India, 8-2. In a match, it was kind of closer than eight two. If he got a score late, he would have won, or he'd have been up by criteria. But he got he got scored on. Um, but he spends a, uh, an inordinate amount of time with his head underneath the chest of his opponent, either from his his own leg attacks or whatever. He's just under there so much. I just yeah. think that's not a, a place you can spend a lot of time in wrestling and have a lot of success. So he's got to. I think he's got to avoid that position a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. I haven't watched, so I cannot comment on his performance. Well, please do. Um, yeah. I know you, you've been do, doing a job here, uh, but if you get a chance, check it and out. Fargo's exhausting. They, they made us oh, start at 8 a.m. on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. It's crazy. All right. It's the so, hey, how crazy is this, Christian? 7,200 people here, biggest wrestling tournament in the world. That's pretty wild. And I know some of those are duplicate entries, but still, we'll say five-ish. Like, that's pretty wild. That's a lot of people. Um, it, it's crazy yeah. how big it is. Um, yeah, great tournament. It's been fun to fun to watch wrestling. Got it. Got it. Quickly, maybe not quickly. I don't okay. know. But we can't not Let's talk go. about the fact that freaking AJ Ferrari got dismissed from the Oklahoma State team. That was the first thing we learned. And then we later learned he's under investigation for sexual assault. That is absolutely insane um, and horrible and, and what. Uh, true um you know black mark for him hopefully it is you know you obviously i guess you hope it's not true you know that yeah. nothing happened but um so that's going to play out now the discussion about aj the wrestler i think is tabled for uh the time being for a while yeah um I well, know, I know. there's another rumor going around that i'm not even going to talk about but if you're in the know you know um that i would say i don't want to minimize anything else but it's even wilder than the current allegation that's on the table. Um, and then secondly, uh, someone told me to do this, and I did, 
I, I search, typed in AJ Ferrari's name in the search bar on Twitter last week, and I scrolled. Find some wild shit in there. Like, um, yeah. probably don't scroll in there unless you're an adult, because there's quite a few videos, screenshots, etc., etc. Of uh, we'll say some highly inappropriate things. Yeah, the the, yeah, it's, the the Snapchat screenshot going around making the ways. It's, it's, without getting into it too much. Not good. Just seems like a really totally toxic, ugly situation down there. Up there, I guess I would say. Not good. Yes. And um, we'll see what it means for AJ's and the Ferrari family long term. The the Ferrari-Oklahoma State relationship seems to be done completely. Hey, we got, we got an anthem coming up here real quick. Oh, shoot. Oh. Well, what, I, I can we'll talk. A, I'm we'll not even down. You, yep. talk, you talk. I'm going to take I'll talk. Just switch to me and maybe take them out. Um, don't don't let me uh, commentate over the, the national anthem. Um, so, you know what what does it mean for for Oklahoma State? Not not a good thing, obviously. Um, they're gonna miss him at 197. He was a national champion, and now they're gonna look to other options for for the upper weights. But all in all, very ugly situation. Uh, that was a crazy crazy Thursday when all that broke, and um, you know the. The latest there was that the trial that was there, the uh, hearing that was supposed to be Monday got pushed, which was, I guess, expected by the attorney. When I talked to him, he said there's a hearing scheduled for Monday, but it's likely going to get postponed. And I think it got pushed to September. So going to be uh, uh, a period of time before there's resolution here. It's going to be months. And so I think if I had to guess, um, there's. It seems ex- extremely unlikely that AJ will wrestle this coming season for for anyone at all. Just given the, I mean, can, how how can you take a a wrestler on at this point when they they're currently being investigated for this? So I don't think we'll see him this year. He does have a red shirt, um, but yeah, I think that that's pretty much where you can leave the discussion at. Like I don't know where. Um, not not much else to discuss other than a disastrous development for AJ and Oklahoma State and um, yeah that's that's about it as we move towards Fargo which biggest Fargo ever most Fargo participants of all time um, and we're gonna get to our Fargo correspondents David and Ben who I can't hear yet but I assume I will I know, know I there we go what's up Ben. I said, have you ever had your show preempted by the national anthem? No, I don't think we have. But I have, I have Never. petitioned to start every show with the national anthem. Um, so it's a lot of national anthem. Maybe it's we compromise and do pledge of allegiance. Yeah, pledge of allegiance would, would be great. You know that? Do you know Ben that yeah. they they pledge allegiance to the Texas flag here in Texas? You did? It, yeah, it, you told it, me that. That's tremendous. It's cool. That is wild. They yes. love Texas here. Okay. Yes, that's awesome. Let's talk about some Fargo. First of all, looks like someone had a birthday yesterday. Birthday Ben, two Fargo champions. Oh, yeah. That puts you at 38 and, and now, Benifer? The 38? I think wow. this needs to uh, – you guys need to find your employee, Mark Bader, because he's trying to tell everyone I'm 40. I'm not 40. I got two more years in my 30s. Let's go. He's yeah. putting that. I saw that all over, all yeah, over Twitter. Yeah, what a face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he did have dinner with me for my birthday, though, so he made up for it. Well, that was that was a nice gesture. Uh, yeah. So, let's talk about Fargo. Where where do you want to start? You guys are there. You know what's cool. You know what's been going on. I've been watching a decent amount, but not to the degree you guys have. 
Yeah, I, I would say I've been focused on uh, coaching my guys because it's been run, 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 run. But um, a few of these brackets are just so deep and so tough. And you see, like, I want to say there was a nationally ranked matchup in the round of 128. And kind of, you know, so as I'm walking around coaching my guys, it's like I get to just catch all these good matches, in, you know, in the interim. So I've, I've watched so many fun ones, but I can't give you, like, a breakdown of the entire tournament or Dude, anything. Dude, the, the, yeah, the, I mean, there have been some incredible matchups early. Round of 128 at 138 pounds. Zeke Seltzer, who's fifth in the country, wrestled Anthony Santaniello, who's 14th. Like that, yeah, that happened pretty much right off the bat yesterday, and it was an incredible match. But uh, I, I think where I want to start is 16 and under 120 pounds. This was, was wild. It was the yeah. most talked about bracket of of all of them coming into the tournament, and then Anthony Knox, the week of the event, decides, you know, he's the number one guy at 113, but he wants to bump up. He wants to wrestle. In a tournament that that includes, you know, Bo Bassett, Sam Herring, uh, Marcus Blaze, on and on and on, yeah. Dragon O'Reen. I mean, it was super deep field, and and that bracket was not only deep, but there were some crazy surprises in there. So, in the final, we had Marcus Blaze, Anthony Knox, great match, Knox and Blaze. I mean, I, that's that's one that Blaze was an Ironman champ. He's had a great season, Ohio State champ. Knox won Fargo last year, won at who's number one, won Super Thirty Two. It's kind of like these two guys need to clash, and they did. And uh, well, he's got it done. He just looks almost impossible to score on. Yeah, he, he's really, really impressive. And uh, I mean, the name you didn't say in there was Jordan Rainey. Yes. Um, I got to watch these guys. They came up to our AWA duels last year with the Union County team, and uh, man, they're good. And actually, the I think the other one beat Kellen Wolbert, who won 113 at Cadet Duels. I'm not sure which brother it was, but he lost to one of them. Um, they're really impressive. Yeah, it was the it was the younger one was at 113 for Cadet Duels, and he dropped down to 106 for for this tournament. He won it. He beat Fargo champ Seth Mendoza in the finals. So these Rainey brothers from Kentucky, they've been they've been like good, but not not breakout. They haven't had their performance yet. But both of them did here. The the 120 brother got fifth. Jordan Rainey he beat Bo Bassett in the round of 32, and that was like that was a crazy headline. Like that was nobody saw that coming, and he really just. He just beat him. He didn't get lucky. It wasn't a fluke. Yeah. He, I mean, it was it was a close match. It was back and forth. But then he just took it to him, ended up getting a fall, and uh, came back up, you know, got fifth. Bo Bassett actually came back and got fourth, so he outplaced yeah. him. But that kid, Rainey, I mean, both of them, those Rainey brothers, all of a sudden, they're, they're for real. And this, uh, I didn't know this other kid before this week. is Gage Botero. He's good. He's really good, too. I, I caught a few of his matches. I was really impressed with him. He lost to Knox. On the front side, 8-6, and then he beat Bassett on the back side for third place. Um, I don't know anything about him. He's freaking good at wrestling. I'll tell you that much. Dude, he's, he's another guy that's been, like, right there. He, he wrestled Knox, actually, at Escape the Rock in the semis, and it was he was up. He had a lead on Knox for a while. Ended up, I think, like 11-9 or something in the end. Knox came back, but the kid has been right there on the, on the precipice, and now great tournament for him. He had a really fun third-place match with Bo Bassett. He had to get it late. He had to get a takedown late. He was trailing 4-4 on criteria and, like, went and got it. So that oh, kid's awesome. Oh, you know, the other match I was I was by because, uh, like I said, usually it's just wherever my guy's wrestling next, I'm hanging out there watching, waiting. Uh, Bassett, Cooper Hilton was 2-2, and um, that was interesting because Hilton went up 2-0, and Bassett got put on the shot clock in the second period, and Bassett scored the takedown when he was on the shot clock. And if he had not scored, he would have been, been on 3-0. Yeah. Uh, scored the takedown and then shot Hilton down the rest of the match. That was, that was a fun one also. So, yeah, 120 was um, a lot of fun. Dragon Arene, uh, Arini, he lost 10-10 to Sam Herring on the front side in the quarters <laughs> and then dropped down, and he lost 14-13 on the back side. 
this is wow. one of those brackets I think people are going to look yeah. back at as like, holy crap, how good is this? Because both Oreen, who he was he was ranked at 113. He was down at 113 for some duels. So, but he was ranked like fourth at 113. He, he and Cooper Hilton both did not place in this bracket, and they're both yeah. top 20 guys in the country. It's pretty nuts. Wild. Yeah, that's a crazy result. The Blaze Knox final was was fantastic, uh, and honestly, different ref, different situation. Uh, we could have seen the uh, one and one there on that last step out that Knox gave up or that Blaze gave up. Um, yeah, he he backed the straight out. Been, um, the refs have been relatively consistent on the one and ones. There have not been any that I've been like, oh my god, this was terrible um, this week. So. Yeah, I could have kind of seen that going the other way, but I didn't hate it. No, I didn't hate it either. Um, yeah. I just, I'm a, I have a just a little bit of shell shock from some of the one-on-ones I did see at, like, Final X that just made no sense uh, compared to yeah. that one. So I wouldn't have known what to expect. If I'd have been Marcus Blaze, I wouldn't have known what to expect backing out there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he's yeah. he is obviously a stud. Anthony Knox, love watching him wrestle as well. Um Yes. Yeah, been been great. Uh, so 120, definitely the story. Uh, a very very deep weight class. Were there, how much were the Rainies even on your radar, David, coming into this? They they were like you know they were guys that would go to something like like 1600 duels and get a good win or two, but then also take a couple losses where it's like, really? all right, they're in the mix. You know, I don't want to pick on you, but I feel like I looked at the records after they beat Kellen, and I feel like I could find barely any losses. Yeah. Maybe I don't remember. And then, obviously, not everything's on track because, like, you know, you guys are going to merge those. But yeah, when I looked through the results, I was like, damn, they beat, they're kind of beating everybody. And I mean, and it's one of the things, Wisconsin kids, I'm going to complain to you guys. Come complain. I promise. Or Kentucky kids is, we'll get some of these good wins in the summers, and then we're not at these East Coast tournaments in the winter, and you guys kind of forget about us, and we just kind of slide down the rankings because we don't have the ability to get these good wins. And I feel, so I kind of feel like that's what the Rainies were is. You know, they, I think they wrestled the high school state tournament because eighth graders can in Kentucky. Yeah. But they don't have these elite level wins because they're not at Beast or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. So they, yeah, but they didn't have like this level, right? Like this level yet, sure. right? And so that's, I mean, that's what you're looking for. And um, the, so the, the Union County, that's Brooks Black is doing that yeah. down, down there. So he's the oh, one really? that's, uh, yeah, he deserves he the credit for, for a lot of what's happening. I don't know. Uh, so I mean, I, I did. I've been doing uh, wrestling camps in Union County since 2003. Really? I did it for about five years straight uh, with the Irvin brothers, and it was so much fun. Um, they had so there's three brothers. They all wrestle in Southern Illinois, and then they had like ten kids or whatever. Um, one of their couple of kids wrestled in Southern Illinois, and then one of their kids wrestled in Illinois. So my friend Marcus Hain actually coached there for a few years. Oh yeah. Uh, I got him the job from there in Missouri. And then I believe, you know, he wanted to leave, and I think there's a connection through the youngest Irvin at University of Illinois for Brooks Black, because I believe the connection. I remember the Irvins. Was it Caleb, maybe? Yeah. Caleb wrestled. Uh, Brock Irvin Saul? was good. Brock, Saul. yeah. A whole bunch. Uh, I think Saul's still in college. Saul was like a four-year-old when I was doing camp there. That's how old I am. Jeez. Wow. Yeah. And there's a couple more. There's two twins that went to, like, UTC and somewhere else. Matthias and, uh, yeah, Micah. No. Brock Irvin is the one Anyways. that uh, Zahid beat in Iron Man, I'm pretty sure. Mm, yeah. He's one of the Irvins. He grabbed his headgear on the yeah. go-behind. 
I saw it, Zahid. We all, we all saw it. Yeah, look at look at this record right here. Ninety-five and zero. Well, uh, this is the track profile hold here. Hold on, hold look, on. Look, and I start looking through. First, 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 first. There's no losses on here. You click the national duels. No losses. Like, all right. This is what I did. I and again, they're not. They're in. The, you know, we're in the Midwest, but Midwest is kind of coming up because Iowa's crushing it. Minnesota's always good. Illinois is good. Wisconsin's getting better. So, uh, you know, we have to get get tell those East Coast boys get lost a little bit. Let's wow! Go. Let's get let's beat get it. The, uh, <laughs> beat it, nerds. Beat it, nerds. Let's get We're the coming up involved. in the Midwest. All right. So yeah. Ben is now uh, Kentucky. Kentucky is not part of the Midwest. And what he won preseason nationals. They kind of, they kind of winning everything. They're doing a lot. You're right. They yeah. are doing good. This is the, the smaller. Well, one. I'm looking yeah. at I'm looking at Jordan. Right, he was third in the Central Regional. Okay, right. Well, like that's the kind of stuff. Who did lose to? See who lost some freestyle. All right, we're looking. No, you just click the results button. Man, do I teach you how to use this? <laughs> All right, Who's so the, that guy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's Greco. That's Greco. That doesn't count. Well, only, he was also third in freestyle. That's only half wrestling. <laughs> half wrestling. He was Jackson <laughs> Blum. Oh, that guy. He so all American in that bracket. He did. He did. Jackson Blum's yeah. been good. He's been good. But so yeah. So like seven. that kind of thing, right? Yeah. Big okay. level up. But yeah, they're good. They're good. They'll probably be pretty high in the next rankings. I got to assume. Yes. Hey, the other one. I'm curious. Uh, I was debating this with some of my kids yesterday. Okay, so Gilroy, Daniel Cormier's team. Yes. So they have uh, uh, what's his name. Cody Merrill? No, not no. The three little guys. Hold on, I'm gonna get their names. Give me one second. Take your time. Well, they have Moses Mendoza, obviously. Yep. They have Elijah Cortez and Isaiah Cortez. Mm -hmm. That's three wrestlers in two weight classes. Yep. All of whom should probably be nationally ranked. Yeah. So, are you gonna rank two wrestlers in the same weight class? Yeah. I, I have no same high school in the same weight class. I have no problem doing that because because so it's to me the difference between NCAA rankings and high school rankings is NCAA rankings are designed to give you a picture of what the postseason. NCAA championships is going to look like. Yes. High school rankings are designed to give you a picture of the landscape nationally. So, like, you know, school like, like, uh, you know, Valiant Prep, for example, they don't compete in any kind of postseason yeah, tournament. So, so they've they've often had a couple guys in the same weight class. Yeah, oh, Waynesburg, really? like there were, you know, there were in the in the off season, there were times where, like, like a couple years ago, Rocco Welsh and and Wyatt uh, White Henson were in the same weight for tournaments. I ranked them in the same weight. That doesn't bother me because uh. I think the the purpose of High school national rankings is like, what's the landscape? If you're th and you're really thinking about college, right? Like, yeah. what are the who are the guys that are going to get recruited? Who are the guys that are making a difference? So, yeah, I have no problem ranking multiple guys from the same school in it's the same way. I, I guess I told them I didn't think you did because I don't. I had I couldn't recall an instance where it was two guys from the same high school, same weight. I couldn't like think of one in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's I've, pretty I've rare it would times. happen, you know, because a lot of times they'll just yeah. wrestle at different weight classes. But at these, well, are, it'll happen. I mean, I, it's you know. Bassett, Herring, right? Bassett, Herring, Jax Forrest. That's three guys, one school that are all going to be in the rankings at 120. Yeah. Well, Wonder I mean, another guy Gilroy that guys, one of them will probably move up. Obviously, so yeah. They'll be they'll probably feel the lowest three. Yeah. Uh, are you going to ask about Tommy Verrett, Christian? Yeah. Yeah. So Tommy. So I I didn't know what the deal was because when I was out there at Bishop McCourt uh, in the fall, Tommy Verrett was there, but apparently he was from Colorado but his whole goal was to like spend a year or two training and traveling like living in different training environments with the with he knew all along he was coming back to Colorado um, so now he's back but he was in McCourt kind of you know f for a short period of time and that was by design apparently interesting gotcha so did you get up at 5 a.m. and exercise with them 455 yeah you should look at I 
posted it on my you social did? media. No. Oh, no. Uh, oh you, you mean when I was there? You, did you? Yeah. When you, I was at their house? David yeah. Bray, did you work out? I filmed it. I, I was at their house. I filmed it. Yeah, but you should put the camera in the corner and you just start grinding I it should out. Done I mean, dude, it, I would have I jumped in with the little guys. I would have beat them up. Oh, wow. Beast mode Bray. I would have just sat on them, you know? We were fine. Okay. So... 120 was a lot of fun. Iowa having a tournament, uh, especially at the junior level. Um, talk about some of the highlights there. I've seen Ryder Block, Jess Aroga. I know they're all doing great, but give us a picture of, of how, how much Iowa Dude. is crushing it right now. All right, so, so okay. They're, they're, Iowa has 176 points coming into the finals. Second place, California, has, has like 104 or something like that. They're like 70-something points behind. There are only, there are only, a couple teams. Five, I think four, four teams in the whole tournament that have even half as many points as Iowa. Iowa is like killing everybody. They have thirteen All Americans. Of their thirteen All Americans, five are in the finals. Mm. Six more are in the third place match. So eleven guys going for a top or guaranteed a top four spot. This team is just like they're on fire. They're good. I mean, That's one of the things that they they they're doing really well. Obviously, they're just they're good. But they're also getting the seniors to come, which is huge. You know, um, a lot of states don't do that. Wisconsin, you know, we have a few of our better seniors not here, and that's something like other states should look at, whether it's Minnesota or, or Illinois or Wisconsin, like especially the ones that are close. Like, what what are they doing? And you know, we need to get our seniors to participate. I think they do a great job. You know, Wyatt, there's Wyatt Volker. Um, who else is there? Um, uh, so Aiden Riggins is in the finals. Riggins, yes. Um, there's a couple more. I can't. I'm not. Um, uh, let's see. Who's in the finals? Bradley at, Hill, at that big guy. I think Bradley Hill still might have a year, but his oh, opponent right. in the finals. Um, uh, 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 I don't know. Who, the guy, the the Wyoming Sim guy that transferred. Gosh, well, I can't think of his name right now. I'm looking. I'm looking through the lineup. Oh, Colby Franklin. Colby Franklin. Wait, yeah. Colby Franklin's from Wyoming Seminary. Yeah, Colby Franklin's Briefly. from PA, and then and then he mid really? yeah mid season he moved moved to Iowa. He like so he, he's going to Iowa or what? He's he's an Iowa commit. Yep. Next yep. year, yep. he's a senior. Yep. he's yeah. a senior this year, so he's going. Like he, he just graduated, so he'll be there in the fall. Dang. Yeah, so wow. he's there. Uh, they have they have more seniors that, like you know, if not for being on the like Ben Keeter, if not for being on the junior world team, he would yeah. be here. Um, so they they even have some points off the table. And the Hunter other one Garvin that would be here. Hunter Garvin wrestles everywhere, so I'm kind of surprised he, he was. He's already here. at Stanford, and he just oh. you know wanted to wanted to do that, so that's why. Um, but yeah, they're. They're even. They're leaving some points on the table. Every state is, but yes. uh, yeah, thirteen All Americans is is good. Nobody else has more than nine. Five finalists. Uh, Where's Illinois? Else at? has more than four. I'm looking Illinois, at you, Keith Gothard. They, Illinois is in six. Well, you know what he's going to say. That guy Connor Mirasol has got to wrestle in the finals today. Is he must have left during Corona because I looked at his results. He wrestled the Illinois State Tournament from Lamont, Illinois. Wow. Uh, February 2020. And then the next tournament I saw was he was in Oklahoma. And what's really funny about him, he is, he he lives in Stillwater. So they recruited him to Stillwater High School. The recruiting is strong there, but he's going to OU. Ooh. Which usually, if they go to Stillwater High School, they go to OSU. Yeah, that is a fact. Hmm. Yeah, it's, yeah, what it's that, nuts. What that means? So, Illinois is in right now at six. They got three in the finals, seven All Americans. Dude, Idaho. Dan, listen, no, I'm, I'm going to throw. I'm, I'm gonna, so we need to cancel the lights to wait. I was got, I got two in the finals at 106. They had three in the semis at 106. Like, 
They uh, have three out of four semis yeah. in one of six. But Idaho has four finalists. They're yes. in fourth place right now. It's annoying, though, because we have nine All-Americans in the state of Wisconsin, yeah. almost double them, yeah. and we're way behind point-wise. So I, th I think the final, I don't know, I, you can't see what the how they count the points, but I know it's not like a, there's no advancement points, there's no, uh, you know, pin or bonus points. It's, it's placement. strictly placement. Yeah. And obviously the ones that are in, like, first, second are way higher than whatever the other ones are. It sounds like Ridge Lovitz is doing a better job coaching than you are. <laughs> Damn it. Well, sure yeah. didn't teach him how to sprawl. <laughs> <laughs> Aiden Sinclair's, um, his, uh, his Fargo interview was, was fantastic. But his performance Hilarious. his performance at Fargo was even more fantastic. He was utterly dominant. How strong is this kid? He's pretty strong. He seems kind of freaky there. Uh... I don't know if I put him in the freaky category. He's not I mean, the freaky he's category. 16. He's 16, so he could maybe, you know, maybe in a year or two, I'll, I'll be saying something different. Um, I guess as compared to other 16-year-olds, yes, he's very powerful. Um, but he just moves well. He understands the sport. He's very smart. Picks things up quickly. Um, so I think all those things are probably more of a factor than anything else. No. Hey, one of the you will know. <laughs> Uh, one of the, uh, one of the thing about uh, about his match, and if you you know when you start following high school youth wrestling, one of life's simple pleasures is just incredible names that you come across in these brackets. And his opponent in the finals that's has, the greatest name. He's, he's a, he is a first ballot Hall of Fame name, and so if you guys got to go check him out. Dial Capone Vizi. Yes, it's just a great name. Indiana kid from outside of Chicago. I mean, that is that name is in. I mean, come on. Dial Capone. Name. I just Dial Capone Vizi. I that, I yes. just have a hard time with that one. It's I, amazing. He's right up there with Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan's <laughs> a great one. That's a great one. Well, yeah, only, know, uh, only one of so, them was a, a murderous mob lord. <laughs> that guy was just a WWE wrestler. Tremendous. Um, no, Aiden, he's uh, he's super A-type and impatient, so we've been working on his patience in, in, in many aspects. But he's so funny. Because, I mean, you just watch the interview, and you, now that you've watched the interview, you kind of understand him a little more. Yeah. But after his, I think it was round of 16 match, he tech fault the guy in 18 seconds. He comes off the mat, we're walking, he goes, he goes, I was really working on my patience there. <laughs> and that, he's not bullshitting, right? I'm like, I'm like, Aiden, um, you text him in 18 seconds. He's like, I know, I was really patient. <laughs> I'm like, what? What are you talking? What are you even talking about? Dude. Like, he's got 10 points in 18 seconds. You're being ridiculous. He's like, no, I'm serious. I, when you watch, like he, uh, he he's he's had so many good wins this year. So like when the bra you know when the brackets came out, it's like yeah. wait, this guy's still 16. I mean he he looks just his results are at, yeah. at the, the best against uh, you know juniors and seniors. So he was such a favorite in that. But it was fun to watch him just kind of display what you yeah. know his skills. What um yeah uh you said something about like type A. Uh, and yeah. they're, they're less patient. I've, I've never heard that really said before. What do you think that is? How, when did you pick up on that? It's the way their brain functions. Um, I don't know. That's, that's me. It's me to a T. You know, it's like, hey, what can I do? Hey, why does this work? I'll be like, he'll be like, hey, Ben, what book should I read? I'm like, uh, how about this one? And then like four days later, I'll be like, all right, I'm done. What should I read next? I'm like, damn it, how are you done already? <laughs> what the heck are you doing? Does he, uh, is he able to like pull like pull a lot of the stuff out of the yes. book? He oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, big time. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I think Type A guy, Type A people, like they're very aggressive and they want things done very quickly. And but then that can lead them to frustration when things don't get done quickly. Like so, um, 
You know, like one day. Well, so at his previous club, so we purchased his club advance two and a half years ago. Um, and so when he started coming to us, one of the things he didn't have was good leg attacks. And so we had to work on that. You know, and he's still not great there. He's getting better. Um, but, you know, he'll be like, hey, what should I work on? And I'll be like, okay, hey, let's do, uh, theoretically, let's do a single leg. And so I'll start working on a single leg. And then, like, a week later, he's like, I'm not great at my single leg. I'm like, okay, yeah, but we've been working on it a week. And he's like, he's like, yeah, but I need to be better. I'm like, uh, like, how about we wait, like, three months, and then we make a decision. He's like, okay. And then a week later, he'll be like, hey, Ben, what should I work on now? I'm like, it's still your single leg. <laughs> like, just keep working on it. It's going to take months. So, like, That's that type funny. of thing. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Well, he was very complimentary very of you, Ben, uh, in, in AWA. Yeah. And I like his quote about you have to be a stubborn individual to live in Wisconsin and not go to AWA. There's a, <laughs> there's a few of them. There are a he, few that are that stubborn. He, his, his comments on recruiting were super interesting. And he, he, <laughs> that was he, hilarious. He basically, he basically said he, he uses the opportunity to talk with college coaches to, like, pick their brains about wrestling. He's less interested in figuring out his next college home than he is in figuring out wrestling positions and how to get better. Uh, I mean, how, yeah. how does a kid get opportunistic like that? The recruiting process, <laughs> it's like – for, for a lot of kids, it's like it's nerve-wracking. For other yeah. kids, it's like really flattering. Well, what, and he's just like trying to get better at wrestling. Christian, he said nervous Nelly. <laughs> I, it was so funny. He's like, yeah, I just get on. I kept interrupting. He's like, I'm such a nervous Nelly. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's the most yeah, so, Wisconsin stuff I've ever heard. Uh, so a little cockadoodle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a little um, bit there. So, oh, man, you guys, when you guys start talking Wisconsin, it makes <laughs> me laugh so much. Um yeah, he just he like he is an incessant question ask. I mean, literally to the point where it's in some practice I have to be like, Aiden, you're done. You can't ask any more questions. If you want it, you got you need. We'll do it after. Like stay after practice. But everyone else is trying to. You know, we got to get going. We have to pick this up. I'm trying to run a high paced practice. You know, so uh, you know, obviously after Fargo, we'll slow it down. I'll just let him ask questions for 10 minutes, whatever. But when we're getting ready for Fargo, and I'm trying to have a high paced practice, and he won't shut up. I got to be like, Aiden, Aiden, I love you, but you're done. Like, stay after practice and we'll talk about whatever you want to ask type thing. That's great. That's great. Yeah. But, yeah, um, he, 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 didn't, he didn't want to get too specific on his schools, but he did mention uh, Mizzou. He mentioned Penn State, Minnesota. Yes. Um, so, obviously, he'll have – I know he likes those I know he likes those three a lot. Yeah. He, he'll have his pick of the litter, I'm sure. Um, mm -hmm. Segway here, a question from our buddy Dan Lobdell. Um who? Yeah, and I, I'm curious for David's perspective here. Who's, who's the best? Because I'm gonna prospect? be way biased. I'm yeah. be way biased. <laughs> Who is the best 16 uh, u prospect that, that you've seen, uh, David? Man, I, it, I don't know. Maybe PJ Duke. He he looked yeah. so good. He's the one that just jumps out uh, right now. But Marcus Blaze looked really really good too. I mean, those two guys. Blaze Blaze had to go through a much tougher bracket than Duke, but. I love the I love the ways that Duke can transition from upper body ties to leg attacks, and he's got great go behind stuff, drags. I, he's he's got a lot. But what do you think, Ben? Uh, Sinclair is also in there. I'm We'd biased to my two guys, Sinclair and Wolbert. Um, Kellen is getting. I, just, I mean, I told he's going to be high school coach next year. This a couple months back, but like he's getting better at such a rapid rate right now. Um, it's ridiculous. I mean, there was two guys in the bracket that Tech called him at. UWW cadets um, and they finished fourth and sixth and then he lost to Rainey and he just like 
his progress is happening so quickly, and he's just such a good kid um, that I, I don't think it's going to stop anytime soon. And he is our first ever first-year cadet champ um, because usually we don't have kids ready by that point in time because that's not just not the way we do it. So, um, man, you know what match yeah. of his was really eye-opening for me was uh, I think it was I can't remember if it was the semi or the quarter, but Stenson, the, this yeah, North Carolina the, this, kid, the, the semi. This kid, this kid is just like physically so mature, incredibly strong, good leg attacks. And and to see Wolbert like make in match adjustments and yes. figure it out, that match was incredible. And that yes. kid, I mean, he was physically so outmatched. Yeah. yeah. But but his his wrestling skills, the positions he was able to yes. put the match in, it was yeah. like, oh, okay, this kid, this kid's figured out a lot yeah. of stuff already. And he had tough matches. I mean, I, you know, all the way from round 64, he was losing to DiGennaro from and who, who's good. I mean, he's that good. guy's been in the rankings. He's good. Um, and then he was losing in another match and came back the Hockaday, who's ranked also. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, Indiana yeah. State champ. Yeah. And so one of the things about Kellen is just he can score. Like his down block go behind in the finals was like sick. You know, he just went behind him. But then he can also score from those scramble positions. He can score from the headlock. He can attack the leg. So he just has a lot of options. And as he gets more mature and understands how to put them together even better, it's going to be it's going to be hard to beat. Yeah. That the question from from Nomad is interesting too because it's like best prospect that's you know at the end of the age group or that's a beginning age group and and yeah, yeah. good point about Wilbert first year yeah. another first year guy that I, like just looking at him physically I can't believe this kid's 14 years old but Dre Sean Ross from Iowa oh my god and I asked if he played football and they said no and like how was a football coach not went and kidnapped him Dude, he's pretty big might be hard to kidnap but I would, I would make my best <laughs> attempt he seems like he's, 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 he's <laughs> he's 14 you could probably still lure him in your van with a couple Pokemon cards <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you and know, he's got he's the pads arrested. on. He's he's a wideout. <laughs> uh, I mean, what's the guy? He's like six two or something. I watched him. He wrestled one of our guys in the quarters, maybe the kid that came back and took third. Um, where was it? Yeah, quarters. Uh, and our guy's a big, strong kid. He's a good football player, and. I mean, Ross just looks huge next to him. He's big, long arms and everything. So is this a yeah, they can manage kid. To, yeah, I believe so, yeah. His I, chest is like is so like like broad and deep too. Yes. So you can tell he's gonna be. If they can manage to keep him wrestling, yeah, uh, exclusively, damn, he's gonna be good. Yeah, they were they were. I'm pretty sure he was there when I was there a couple of years ago, and they're like, this kid's ridiculous. And like he looked yeah. like a high schooler then. That was in like 2019. They're like, no, he's like, yes. he was like 12 or something preposterous at that time. Yeah, it was insane. You're, yeah, you imagine being like 14, being that big, and you're wrestling with, you know, you got partners like, like Colby Franklin and Ben Keeter, yeah. and like he's in a good situation. I hope he, I hope he sticks with it. But he's gonna be a huge heavyweight, I think. Yes, absolutely, yeah, crazy. You gotta imagine if he's only 14 and he's that. What do you think? He's six two, six three. Yeah. Yeah, and he's probably not done growing. Yeah, he's gonna be gigantic. Yeah. Lucky guy. Okay. Seriously. Uh, so uh, wait, hold on. I want, I want to get back to my answer about. Uh, yes. Who is the kid at um, 160? I was kind of I didn't watch all of his matches. Obviously, he's got the the foreign sounding name. Um, yeah. Who's that from Pennsylvania? Because uh, some of his matches were really slick. You think Beck Ruse said ridden off sounds foreign? Yeah. No, I I don't know where I don't know where he's from. I don't, like I, I I need to know more about his story. But I found results domestic results going back for quite a while. So yeah. I think he's been in the U.S. for a long time. But. Um, 
Yeah, that's a guy I don't know a ton about yet, but need to dig in. He looked he looked really nice throughout yes. the tournament. His his semifinal. He had a couple well, sketchy matches, but uh, yeah, yeah, his semifinal with Jordan Chapman was was really fun. He gave up two four pointers early in the match and then came back and won 11 to eight, and uh, he got a four pointer right at the end of the first to take the lead and then ended up holding on. But that kid that kid's fun. I I don't know enough yes. about him. His a lot of his positions seem uh, really specifically tailored to to international styles. Yes. So I don't know. What kind That's of a folk style prospect say maybe he, is. he was, you know, a foreigner that came over a little later or something like that. Yeah, I did a little googling, but I haven't haven't uh, dug in a ton yet. Okay, yeah, I well, think he's fun. And then I, I, yeah, I like the Rainey brothers. And then, um, yeah, a few of those other guys at 120, obviously Knox and Knox and Bass are non-champions, but um, you'd be pretty ridiculous to not think they're uh, very high up on that list. Yeah. Then with Kellen, you mentioned like he's getting better at a really quick rate from. Yes. cadets to now where where were you seeing that the most were you seeing that like did you have to like kind of come here to to really have that validated or did you know like in the room like he was jumping what does that look like when it happens um no it was just, it was over a competition you know um i mean it's like last year you took third place at schoolboy nationals you know and like schoolboy nationals is like it's good but it's not you know not all the best guys show up you know so it was like he's getting better he's a kid who he won U State kind of like easily this year and maybe last year, but I think he was like second place a couple different times. And so, um, yeah, it was just this year I just saw him putting things together. And, you know, he had a few really good wins at uh, um, UWW Gets, but then he had a few really tough losses. Like the, he got his butt kicked by, who's it, Sierra and Carrillo, I think. Um, they're just big, big, strong guys and kind of overwhelmed him a little bit. And... Just kind of figuring out how to deal with that because that is one. I mean, there, there is a, there are advantages to early competition, and it's like understanding how to deal with certain types and win um, that kids get when they compete a lot. And so when we kind of hold our guys back, they they don't develop that as early, but they can develop it obviously later. And he just developed it really fast. I mean, this is kind of the first spring where we're doing really ser a lot of serious tournaments with him. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Well, cool, exciting. I'm sure exciting for you to, yeah, to so, follow that. So much fun. And you're leaving. You're leaving tonight. You're hitting the road, Jack. Uh, I'm. Yeah, I'm going. Well, this afternoon. So I'm not. I'm staying, not staying for the finals. We have five other AWA coaches uh, to coach. So yeah, I'm, I'm going home. Are y'all coach? Are you guys having any practices uh, back at home at AWA? Yeah, yeah. All the all the cameras, all the cameras run you around. They don't stop. So we have other stop. assistant coaches and stuff. They don't stop. Yeah, right, I'll coach Brax tomorrow night. So much fun. Beast mode. Okay. Yes, sir. Bray, what is uh, what else is on your mind here from far? We got to talk about juniors because we. I mean, we just yeah. kind of focused on cadets. I know, obviously, the juniors aren't done, but they're they're pretty much done. I mean, the only matches they have left are the are the placement matches. So we've seen everything up up until this point. I guess we kind of have mentioned it a little bit with. Um, um, we're talking about how well Iowa did, but yeah. a lot of fun matches in uh, in the junior division. Yeah, I mean, I you know thinking about Iowa. Oh, one thing I wanted to say about Iowa too before we get into the semifinals, Iowa 16U girls won the tournament last year. They were 20th mm -hmm. in that division, 16U. They were 20th in that division. So in the last year in Iowa girls wrestling, well, maybe it was the four, maybe they're great 14 year olds. They could have been, it's but get this. So in the last year. University of Iowa adds women's wrestling as yeah. as a, as a, an official sport. Yeah. The state of Iowa sanctions it at the at the state championship level. Yep. 
and they jumped 20 spots at, <laughs> in Fargo. Like, it's it's crazy. And they yeah. only brought 18 girls to the tournament, and they yeah. won it. California yeah. wins it every year. It's like every year they play they play Katy Perry on the on the podium after after both girls' divisions, and you're like, why are they playing that song? It's, like, kind of weird. But, um, but uh, Katy Perry. But, but, kind of demonic. All, Cal, by the way, California kind of blew it because they, they had nine in the All-American round. They went yeah. 0 for 9. Oh, in the round 12? No, 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 no. In those placing matches, they were up by like oh. seven or eight points. They were up by seven or eight points. They lost all of them. Iowa took took the you know they they had a really good finals round, so that's yeah. how they won. But they, California about 39 girls, Iowa only 18, and they they won the whole oh. thing, which is crazy. Yeah, well, obviously we talked about the place. It's not about advancement or bonus. It's all about the high placers. Um, but half as many bullets in the chamber—that's yeah, pretty absolutely. pretty crazy. Absolutely. So um, yeah, yeah. Our junior division. Uh, I want to know because listen, most of these kids. I know them either well or kind of relatively well. Who the hell is Luke Stanich, and why have I never heard of him? He's a pretty good Jersey kid, but I, I didn't expect him to be doing this. Yeah, like, I was, wow, I was really impressed by him, and I, especially because I'd never heard of him before. Yeah, and he, I mean, he just, he was able to get a couple four-pointers against Aiden Valencia. Yeah. Uh, I, I know Aiden Valencia is dealing with a little bit of an injury issue, but, but regardless, I mean, you don't expect him to give up yeah. four points, and definitely not twice. Yes. Um, Luke Stanich wrestling really well. Who do you lose to? Lost to Evan Talmadge in state finals this year? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, Talmadge is good. That's some of those guys, right? They grind in a state like New Jersey and they're just getting ready for something like this. So he looks really good. Uh, I'm, they're, they're these finals, though, for juniors are going to be really good. Caden uh, Horwath, Nate Jezaroga should Whoa. be fun. Apparently they, yeah, apparently they haven't wrestled since, like, I think Tulsa or, like, back in youth days. Haven't hit in high school. So that'll be a really good one. And I, I think... Um, Jezaroga has been pretty much lights out, but Horvath has too. He he put it on Braden Davis, and uh, that's that's a matchup in from Michigan. Horvath and Davis, Horvath able to to just like really widen the distance in, in the their Fargo semi. So he's looking great. I don't know though if he's ready for Jezaroga. What do you think? Um, I haven't I have not got to watch any of either of these guys this tournament. Um, I mean, if I if I had to pick on their previous performances, I think it'll be competitive. But I would have to imagine Jezaroga is going to win. That's what I would think too. Je yeah, Jezaroga was in like I can't remember if he gave up a takedown or almost gave up a takedown to Kale Lauritsen, and then he just yes. just killed him. Like he just turned it on. So he's wrestling great, but that's a good match. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Lauritsen, another guy. Who uh, it is? Alan Kaler. Uh, he looked really good in his uh, quarterfinal against Vinny Kilkiri, mm -hmm. but then he he lost to Horath in the semis, right? Yeah, he's looking really good. Um, oh, he lost to Jezaroga. I'm sorry. That's who he lost to. Oh, yeah. Je Je and, like, Jezaroga killed him, right? It was, yes, it wasn't yeah. competitive. Crazy. And that kid's really good. So Jezaroga, he's, he's wrestling lights out right now. Uh, I'm, I'm really a, like a clash of styles at 132. Cannon Webster and Corey Land. Corey Land's going to UNI next year. Cannon Webster still has a year left of high school. He's an Illinois right. commit. But I think that's going to be a fun one because – Land, land, you know, he's, he's good at big move stuff. He can go upper yes. body. Webster's a leg attacker and really yeah. good leg defense, too. So I've always been really impressed with Webster. Uh, really hard pace all the time. Great leg attacks. Good good fundamentals. And he's really good on top. You know, when yeah. he just got locked up, he usually gets at least multiple turns. Yeah. Um, so I've always been super impressed with him. Uh, I, I would lean towards him strongly. I don't think he'll get caught up in the big move stuff. Uh, but obviously, Land is dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Grieger Chalakian wrestled Land in the semi, and, and he was able to like, you know, wrestle the the type of match that that I guess limits Land's ability to use some of his skills. And I think I think Webster can 
do that too, but he also has better leg attacks. The thing he's got to be careful about is there are times where where Webster also has really good go-behinds, and yes. so he'll he'll wait for the match to come to him a little bit. So as long as he's like pushing the pace and and looking for leg attacks early and often, I think he'll be he'll be in good shape. Because like the match that he lost at Junior Duels to Kale Hughes, it was it was one of those where what happened to Kale Hughes actually? I meant to look that up yesterday. I think he got did he get did he get hurt? I don't know. I remember he, he was gonna. I thought he was gonna meet up with um, Grayson. And then he didn't, and then Grayson, Grayson, he broke his rib. So he's out of the tournament also. Let's see, Kale Hughes. He got, no, he's he got tech fall by Ace and Rice. Oh, that's crazy. South Dakota kid, right? Because uh, I believe, yeah. Wow. Grayson beat that guy. Yeah. And he lost to Luke Simcox 6-6 six, six on the front oh, side. Oh, Simcox was the match where I think he had, a, he had a lead. He had a lead, and uh, yeah. Hughes had a lead and then, like, just gave it up at the end. Huh. So, I don't know. He's 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 a... Kale Hughes was a guy that, you know, he had who's number one potential coming into this tournament, and then he kind of fell off. But yeah. Cannon Webster also, I mean, if he wins if he wins this match, he'll get a golden ticket. He's um, So him and who at 32? Uh, we'll have to figure out figure that out. I'll go. Um, I'll, I'll check out. So, so like, Vincent Robinson didn't have a good tournament. Neither did he. Neither did Kale Hughes. Kyle Larkin. Um, Kyle Larkin is so only may, you know, 10, but he's the fourth highest non-senior. Yeah, so maybe it's him. So we'll have to figure that out. Zan Fugit didn't come, right? No. He's he's on the uh, world team for Greco. Yeah. So he's not Dang. here. Yeah, now, does, I was losing number one shaking out here out of this. Uh, any any golden tickets distributed at this point? Not yet. Today there, there definitely could be. Um... I got that right here. Uh, so 120 will get a golden ticket either way. If Webster wins, he'll get one. Chittam can get one. Uh, Nico Ruiz can get one. And the winner of Welsh or Bar is going to get one for sure. After that, we got some we got some figuring out to do. Um, maybe, yeah. I, after that, we got some figuring out to do. Gotcha. Okay. We'll figure it out. Figuring it out. Oh, I have an yep. update on Bekruz uh, Sadridinov. He is. What do we got? Bek Uzbekistan. He moved here when he okay. was seven. His father was on the uh, Uzbekistan world team. Savadin Navruzov, which is a familiar last name. Yeah. So oh, yeah. yeah, there it is. Uzbek. But now he's here. So he didn't. He didn't want. He didn't want that Navruzov name anymore, huh? Too much controversy. Well, I, yeah, I know. Goodness gracious. Yeah. That. that ha. You know, you That's know. That's funny. Okay. Um, there's a, there was a one kid, I think he's Uzbek also, at, uh, now I'm just digging deep in these brackets. He beat Carrillo really early in the tournament. What was his name? This, this is Wolbert's bracket because Wolbert was the next match. This name right here. What's, oh. that, what's that name? Tamaradzi. That, is that Uzbek? That sounds like Musa Tamaradzi. Musa Tamaradzi. That sounds like Georgian. Georgian? How do you know all these th Spay tells. Spay's okay, like, oh, so if it ends like this, right. it's it's Georgian. Oh, that makes sense. Anyways, yeah, he was Kinshazi. really impressive. Yeah. And yeah. then I thought Kellen would have him in the quarter, and then he blew it against this Hernandez guy. He was up big, like a 10-10-3, um, and then he also ended up losing the wrestleback. But uh, he looked good. I mean, he only went 2-2, two and two, but I was so impressed when he beat yeah. Rio, and then he was killing this dude, and then he, like, kind of fell off. Yeah. yeah. Man, that's nuts. For real. It's so it's so funny when you end up with like a couple just a, a couple foreign wrestlers in the bracket. I remember yeah. when I when I was in Iowa, we were coaching a club, and we ha we just happened to have this exchange student 
move into our area who was on the the U17 Greco World Team for Hungary, and he just like rolled up to our club. Really? <laughs> yeah. So we brought him to Fargo, and he went he went third in Greco and fourth in freestyle. And everyone's like, Whoa, man! You guys are doing great with this kid. But, uh, yeah. No. <laughs> no, we're not doing anything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's so funny. He came like that. Okay. Um, why don't we get to some questions? How's that sound? We're gonna do sure. it. Sure. EJ do it. Newton. Let's do it. We got know. wrestling going on all around here too, Christian. It's I know. Guys, see that. I know. Um, EJ Newton wants to know if you're going to get tased in Fargo. It seems like Ben booked a flight to leave right as Kozak's <laughs> arriving, which I find incredible. I fully expected ironic. Mark Bader to bring the taser uh, piles, and he did not. So um, I don't know what to tell you. That's that's on Mark Bader. I said I said I'm not going to provide you. He's like, well, aren't you bringing it? I'm like, listen, I'm not I'm not going to bring it for you to tase me. But if you say, hey Ben. I, I got a taser. I'll say, uh, shit, have said that. Damn it. I bet yeah. we get Sandy Stevens on the PA. Somebody in here has a has a taser. That's a good point. Uh, and then she can hang on to it, and if someone climbs the rails, you she got can the taser. tase them too. <laughs> tase them. You, the dang kids. If you, That's a good idea. If you're climbing the rails, you don't belong in our sport. <laughs> we do not have thieves. <laughs> you stole a backpack. Yeah. We do not want you here. She went. She went. She went with the no, you no, don't belong you, in the sport on. line hold like, on. No. in the warm-ups. No, but you know, that's not Sandy anymore. No, look, no, look, Sandy. Right there, no, 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 right no, no, there. No, no. I know no, Sandy's no. right here. That's not Sandy. That's Dorothy Maya, but Sandy, I know. Sandy was here day one, and she made that announcement. No, it was yes. Dorothy. Are you sure? I'm almost certain because I was arguing with my brother about it because it sounded so much like Sandy. Yeah. And, we're like, and we came and looked over here, and it's not. Sandy's not right there. Look. No, no, no. Today she's not. But, no, she wasn't but day there one, she no, was. I no, promise. I promise right. you. Because I, I saw Sandy. I, I went up there and talked to him. Let they us were argue no, here, They're sitting there. Hey, Dorothy's, Dorothy's, Doing Dorothy's right here. Hey, hold on. I'm going to ask Dorothy. Hey. Ben, wow. ben doesn't think that Sandy was on the mic earlier. Was no, it, did you you yelled at someone for stealing a backpack, didn't you? Uh -oh. Sandy did, too. She see? said she's the nice one. See, Dorothy said <laughs> she's the nice one. It was Sandy. See, I told you. Dang. Uh, ben just got you know what? It was kind of funny, though, during uh, weigh-ins. So I don't, you guys can't see this, but over there, right, we're in a, we're in a football stadium, an indoor football stadium, and there's these gigantic bleachers, and there's, like, a thousand half-naked freaking teenagers and they're making them wait you know and then so who's ever here keeps yelling at them like no guys it's freaking 7 30 or whatever damn time they get away in right and they're all just like making obnoxious noises because the cadet session is still going on and so you know like when you get that many people together they just start doing dumb stuff and so they started cheering on like whatever matches in front of them because they were bored they were waiting and it was like i thought it was like really hilarious because you had like 800 dudes like just yelling about whatever it was a consolation round you know whatever right. match was in front of them it was hilarious that's awesome i wish we had that <laughs> it's so funny when they start moving those weigh-ins it looks like i mean it looks yes. like like cows like yes. getting hurt it's it, legit right yeah. there's like one little opening and they all got to come down these bleachers and then funnel into that section <laughs> yeah, it's wild. I don't know why they don't do the, the they used to do the weigh-ins. I don't know if you're old enough to remember this, Bray. Across the street without the yeah, building. Yeah, we had it in a different building. I don't know why they don't do it there still. I know. Because it seems obnoxious when you have like that whole section of bleachers taken up. Yeah. And Fargo's wild. Hey, yes. by the way, if you guys haven't had a chance on the site to check out the videos that, uh, that our guy Tyler's making, they give you a good glimpse inside of what's going on at Fargo. That's pretty good. Absolutely. Behind the, the, the scenes. Behind stuff. the scenes. 
Um, yeah. Ben, before I ask this question, do you know anything about Hicks and Gracie's approach to deep breathing? Uh, I've watched something on it, but no, I don't know a huge amount. I think it's, I, I mean, I think it's similar to the other deep breathers. Who's the other famous guy that does the, he sits in the ice baths and deep breathes and stuff? Wim Hof, yes, him. Seems a lot like that yeah. on the surface. I haven't looked de into deep breathing. Unfortunately, Christian, there's only so much time in the day. You can only, like, become an expert in so many subjects. You know, so, I have an uh, idea. I can get. What? I can solve this for you. Anything you kind of want to learn about, but you just are not ready to fully... Just have Aiden Sinclair read about it. Give you, <laughs> I, could, so, I could do give that. Give you a yes. summary and be like, hey, I need you to learn about Hicks and Gracie's deep, deep breathing. I can and do that. Within, like three hours it sounds like you would have your answer i actually that's actually i, I actually i'm going to consider that <laughs> learning well enough to teach it in three <laughs> hours it's like okay it's not a bad it's not a bad idea <laughs> all right um so you know what pancreation enthusiast uh, about your hicks and gracie question we don't really know but we can confirm that aiden sinclair is on it and uh it we'll seems like there is a lot of a uh, lot of positive things around uh, deep breathing, though, Christian. So, uh, yeah, uh, maybe he should teach me, and then I'll, I'll do it. You know? Oh, oh, I got I got a story for you about deep breathing. Let's you know go. who likes some deep breathing? Who? This is probably 2007. I had Jake Herbert do a camp um, at uh, AWA. Uh, this I said maybe 2015, 16, 17, a while back. And so he stays in my we're buddies. You know, he stays in my house. And so we get up in the morning, you know, and I got kids at this time. Probably, I probably have two kids. Um, and he comes in the living room, he sits there, and he just starts doing this. Like these hardcore deep breathing exercises. Yeah. And it goes on for like 10 minutes. And I'm thinking like, Jake, like, you got your own room. You could have done this in your room. <laughs> like, my kids are like running circles around him, and he's just. So we should maybe ask Jake Herbert about some deep breathing. It was hilarious just because he was doing this, like, in the living room. Kids just acting nuts. My wife's <laughs> cooking breakfast or whatever, and he just sitting there just engaged in some deep breathing. Man. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Because I figured concentration was the important part. Maybe it's just the physical act of breathing deeply. I don't know. I'm well, I think scientist. it's one of those things where uh, I think it's, you know, if you're quiet, maybe if it's quiet, it's easy to be focused and concentrated. So he wanted to give himself some adversity to deal with. Yeah, that, that would make sense. I remember when he was doing like a 10,000 pull-up challenge before Worlds. Oh, I remember that. Um, which is pretty insane. It's a lot of pull-ups. Yeah. Okay. So we can bring Jake Herbert on next week as our deep breathing correspondent. That's good. He'd probably love to come on and tell us about it. I'm going to text he, him right now. Yeah, hit, hit him up. Love, love Jake Herbert. Very good guy. He is lean now. Have you seen him recently, Ben? I mean, he's kind of always been pretty ripped. I don't no, know if you know that. No, no. This is different. He's leaner, leaner than. Uh, he's, he's built really? different. Really? Yeah. So he's skinnier. Like you, you're saying, he lost muscle mass or what? Certainly, yeah. Huh, Definitely lost muscle mass. Not, not, he, not in a way that he looks like weak, but you know, he definitely is significantly huh. leaner, in my opinion. Did you just say Jake Herbert's weak? Wow. I said that he's wow. not weak. I, I actually made a point to say that he's not weak. <laughs> so don't get me wrong. Jake's a very uh, nice guy. Um, very nice. Very outgoing um, also. He, so he'd probably love to tell us about deep breathing. I just yeah. text him. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, for Ben Askren, what percentage of Wisconsin wrestlers were AWA guys at Fargo? Half-ish. Probably a little less than half in cadets and more than half in juniors. And yeah. all, of the All-Americans, almost all. Seven of nine in... 
seven of nine in juniors and five of seven in cadets. And the couple, I think Crash Train had one or two, and then a couple train out of state. So um, uh, Noble trains. His dad has a club called Toss Him Up. Right, it's right across the border in Northern Illinois. And then Hakan Peterson goes to Seabolt. Um, yeah, they actually announced Caleb Noble's going to Spire, which that's the first like. Really? I, I didn't know it. And actually, I'm like, hey, after the finals, I'm like, oh, you're going to Spire? He's like, ah, they said that? Wow. I'm like, didn't you write it down for them to say? That's like, like the first. Because they read the sheet. Yeah. He's he's the first, like, big-time athlete Spire's had, right? That's what, yeah, that's what I said. Because I said, yeah, I don't, I can't think of anyone else. Um, Interesting. And, so I guess he, maybe he's moving to Ohio and he's going to wrestle for them. I'm not sure. Cause, and he sounded, honestly, he sounded kind of unsure about it, despite the fact that, you know, they read off the information you give them. They don't make it up. So either he wrote it down, maybe his dad wrote it down. I don't know. His, dad, his dad's a pretty nice guy. Hey, if you're, you know, if you're, if you're one of the recruiters at Spire, maybe you just got to start writing it on a bunch of finalist sheets and then they say it. Maybe that's what happened. Someone <laughs> from Spire snuck in and just wrote it down. He's like, Damn it! I gotta go now because they read it. It did seem like a, a matter of time before Spire was gonna. St you're gonna start to see some kids go there. Just, I mean, you know, they're they're putting some money yeah. behind that program. And I mean, Kenny Monday's there. Yeah, you would think. I actually don't. I mean, I, I am not a fan of the the high school recruiting. I mean, I think that kids should stay in their house with everybody. Tommy and I did a whole episode on this many years ago. Yeah. Um, and we think kids should stay in their parents' house until they're 18, just because there's a it's a special time, and. Um, that's like the Wyoming Semi. You think about the Rainies, like I'm sure Sam and Blair and all of them remember me calling that. And I know with, uh, I don't know if you guys remember, Union County had a um, national finalist. At, I think he was an age grader freshman years ago. I'm blanking on his name right now. And he went to Sam and he flopped. Yeah. What was his name? I can't uh, think of it now S either. Zeke Escalera. Okay, yeah, right? yeah. Wasn't that it? Yeah. And, and like, I mean, all the, you know, if, if you see somebody performing at a high level and they're from Kentucky, North Carolina, Georgia, yes. like it's just like you know, Tennessee. The, yeah, you all know. those guys that went to uh, Bishop McCord. Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's tough. It's like those guys do well from those states, and it's like, man, open season. They're trying yes. to get or Georgia, get Georgia also with mm -hmm. the, you know, uh, Gabe Arnold. Yeah, so I, I don't love that that recruiting portion that happens in high school. It's like. I guess maybe if your family moves, and I, I know it's been going on forever with, like, you know, say David Taylor's family moved to, say, Paris Graham or yeah. other people. I know it happens, but I, I don't love it. The thing that's tough, like, if, you know, for, I mean, I think about a guy like, like Joe Seeley. Yeah. By the time he was in eighth grade, I mean, he was he was beating, like, anybody within a couple hundred miles yeah. of him, high school state champs. And, and so I do understand it's a, it's a more complicated decision for those families in those positions. Like, yes. what, what do I do? So I, I agree with you. I don't, you know, when I think about my family, like, per, personally, I don't love it. But I don't, yeah. I definitely don't want to pass judgment on those families. Because, like, what do you do? You yeah, got this you kid. Give, you have to give your kid opportunity. Yeah, obviously. you're like, dude, this kid, this kid could be, you, you know, maybe this kid's an Olympic champ. And, and but maybe yeah. not if, if he's only training here yeah, locally. Yeah, I have a hustle. I have a hard time seeing. Here's why. It's like. Maybe there are some situations, but to not be able to find opportunity within your area. So, like, I don't know exactly where Joe Seeley lives, but, like, NC State is probably not all that yeah. far away or North Carolina or something like that where you could find some good guys to to mix it up with and, you know, like, something like that. Like, you could create an opportunity. So I think that, like, my daughter was in soccer and she likes it. It's like, okay, if she gets really good at this, like, I'll go find a club or I'll yeah. go find a, a college girl who wants to, to help coach soccer or something like that, you know. I mean, if, you, if you're willing to spend the resources to move your whole family somewhere, yeah, um, surely you have the resources to, you know, find a, a good coach somewhere. Uh, that's kind of how I think about it. I, I, yeah, that's probably that's probably true. But like, imagine if you're like you're like, all right, let me hustle and try to find these opportunities. And someone's like, hey, I got one for you right here. 
You, all you have to do is take it. If is I got to send my kid away, the answer is no. Yeah. Um, yeah. If there's uh, maybe somewhere I want to move, like maybe it was all us in Texas and they have a great wrestling, maybe I would consider. They have a great wrestling. I couldn't coach my we program. Have great wrestling. <laughs> they do. Superior to, uh, to most uh, states. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, so we talked about this a while ago. Like uh, about, yeah. you know, it was actually funny. I was, I was texting one of my buddies. We're, we're, we're home. Uh, we're home. Oh, what's going on? <laughs> I just have Keegan and Parker are both just texting me right now. I thought it was funny. What do they want? That's cool. Yeah. Well, Parker forgot to tell me happy birthday, so you're, you're, not, wow. you're not a good student anymore because you missed by one day. Wow. Aiden Sinclair uh, would never. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Keegan's texting me about something else. I can't, can't tell you about secrets. Wow. Oh, you only wow. turned 40, you only turned 41. You only turned 40 once, and Parker Keckheisen totally forgot about it. Not 40, Bray. Oh, oh yeah. Butt face. <laughs> he's still, yeah. He's still got but, time. Bray, if he's 40, that means like we're like 40, too. So, or very yeah, close. Yeah, good point. So, are we all the same age? How old are you? I'm 37. When are you 38? September. Ooh, he's coming up. When are you? I'm uh, in May. I'll, I'll turn 38. Mm. I'm, I'm the oldest. The, Okay. Respect your elders. You guys don't respect me enough. You need to, yeah. I'm your elder. Just show some respect. I definitely don't respect you, Ben. That's that's clear. Um, I will sh I will show you the two months of respect that you that you deserve for being two months older than me. Yeah, that's true. It's, <laughs> it's a sliding scale of respect based on how much older you are. Um, anyway, right. well, hey, this has been fun. Have enjoyed uh, having you guys on. Uh, Talking a little bit of Fargo. We know you both got big days. Ben doesn't. Ben's fleeing the scene. I actually don't. I don't. I'm fleeing the scene. Connor Minnesota trying to get that national title today, though. Let's go. And then maybe Aiden Sinclair, Connor Minnesota. I actually told Max, I said, Max, I'm going to have to mix it up at, at who's number one. Connor gets this done today. And he's like, shit, I don't want to wrestle. I'm like, you idiot. I'm not talking about me and you wrestling. I'm talking about Aiden and Connor. Oh, man. God bless Max Askren. God bless yes, you sir. both. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks to Ben. Thanks to David. Thanks to you especially. We got Fargo all day, every day, until further notice. Just assume Fargo's on unless we tell you differently. It's on. Check it out. Thanks so much. Have fun, Fargo boys. Holding it down here in Austin. Oh, See yeah. you tomorrow. Thank you. Goodbye. See ya.